0: Our Father is more interested in our hearts being right than our notes being right. Mm -hmm. And so it's about worshiping Him in spirit and in truth. It's about that intimate place at zero where we become one with Him.
1: God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out His Spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring, we equip for that outpouring, so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Bus,
0: And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We are still gearing up for our convention, and... The only speaker that we haven't heard from in a recent episode is me, so I'm going to share some of the things that the Lord is putting on my heart for this convention, because it's really all about one. Welcome to the podcast today. Before we get started, we want to encourage you, if you haven't already done so, to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net and be sure that you have subscribed to uh, w- at least one of our email lists. We have several to choose from, and especially if you get the general interest one that lets us notify you of things that are going on, and our prayer letter list so that you can k- get our blogs and hear from us twice a month on that one, and our emergency prayer request list, And you can also go and see what we've got going for events that are coming up. We have a wonderful anointed youth retreat called Generation Awakening. It's for ages 15 to young adults, um, 30s-ish, something like that. And uh, we want to make it available for those who are hungry for the Lord. They want to go into a deeper walk with Him. So we really encourage people to come for that, the young people, and get them a good foundation in the Word of God and, and, and get them connected with other young people that are also wanting to stay close to Jesus and be equipped and prepared to live in, in this place, uh, that this kind of dark world, and be ready to be lights shining and, and filled with the Holy Spirit and and sharing the things that God is doing and really being used by him. It's it's time for the whole body of Christ, including the young people, to be operating in the power of the Spirit in the outpouring. Hallelujah.
1: Well, this is going to be a fun uh, podcast because I'm kind of maybe intervening you a little bit, maybe. <laughs> but, you know, as we talk about our convention, you know, we used to— uh, have it here in Dogpatch, Arkansas. Oh, many years ago. Many years ago. And then it's, it had grown to having it in a big city somewhere around the country. Mm-hmm. And now, f- for the present time, we're just at our headquarters.
0: It is, it's small. It's just
1: small compared <laughs> to what <laughs> it was. Very intimate. Yeah. Yes, it's very intimate. So we're just an amazing lineup that we have. And, and it's just going to be amazing what God is going to do.
0: Yes. We've got Tony Kemp. And we
1: have ATM Blum. Yes. And
0: Baropoulos.
1: And Claren McQueen and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is just gonna be just so amazing. And you know, you can you can come on, you can watch online and but it's not like being here. That's true. You know, you when you're watching from your living room or wherever, you're gonna get distracted. Mm-hmm. The dog's gonna bark, doors doorbells gonna ring, your phone's gonna ring. Mm-hmm. And when you sit and think how much time you could sit in front and watch something, you know, with uh, all the other stuff going on around you, it's very difficult. And you're not going to get anything like you would like if you were here. That's true. So I highly encourage to get here in the beautiful Ozark Mountains where we're at.
0: Amen. And all the information is on our website, globaloutpouring.net. And they just click on the events. Tab, and uh, you can see all the details about how to get here and register and all those things, but l- the last podcast that we did with claren mcQueen um he talked extensively about the worship. Mm-hmm. The worship is just beyond beyond
1: yeah, when you have a gathering of people that fast and pray like that, especially in an established place where it's had an open portal over mm-hmm. it, yeah. the glory is all the greater.
0: It's true. The, the open heaven is just yes, it's, marvelous.
1: Yes, it's wonderful. The presence of God. Yeah. So, well, what is the Lord speaking to you about bringing to convention for a message?
0: Okay. Well, you know, I've I've never done anything like this before where I'm preaching the sequel to something I preached a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that before. Um, You know, usually if you bring a sequel, it's probably close in time Mm -hmm. proximity. But this one, it's...
1: Yeah, you preached and it was come back to zero is what it was.
0: Yeah. And just to give you an overview, since this is going to be a sequel, just to review, in case you haven't heard that message, it was all about coming to that place of humility where you let go of trying to be number one. And you come to that place of zero. You know, if if you have a number line, you go one direction and it's numbers going this way. And then mm-hmm. you go the other direction, it's negative numbers. And, and there's even other number lines that go other directions, you know. And, <laughs> and, and they all just keep going, 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 going. But the center point where it all meets mm-hmm. is zero. Yeah, And zero is the place of, I would say it's the present. Okay. And the presence of God is in the present. You can't touch God by reaching into the past. You can't touch God by reaching into the future. He is present.
1: Omnipresent, too.
0: Omnipresent, <laughs> absolutely. He's, he's so completely present everywhere. I found it interesting recently, in recent months, when, when we've talked with Ivan Tuttle who had an experience in hell and then in heaven. If you haven't heard his podcasts and, and events or, that we've had with him, you can go and listen to those powerful, powerful messages. But I was talking with him about this understanding that I felt the Lord had given me about oxygen, and that oxygen is like the presence of God. And you can't sense it with your five senses, but it's all around you and you can't live without it. That's true. And it's true about oxygen, and it's true about the presence of God. Well, he confirmed for me that oxygen is the presence of God. Mm, Okay. So I asked Dean Braxton, who has also been to heaven. He said, well, yeah, I guess you could say it that way. But I would say it more like it's the love of God. Mm -hmm. So that's in the present. You touch God in the present, and the present is right at zero. It's that pivot point in mm-hmm. between the past and the future. It's the present. It's mm. zero, so it's it's zero. It's the place of humility. God reaches out to the humble, but he resists the proud. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you have to come back to zero to be where you can commune with the Lord.
1: Yeah, and we try to uh, try to picture God in our natural sense. Yeah, I can worship and and you know God is a spirit, and those that worship Him. Worship in spirit and in truth, exactly, you know, as the scripture says. You know, so the only way we can really connect that way, you know, is that relationship with Him. Absolutely, because His presence—His presence you know, is—it's presence is, just all around; it's everywhere, but uh, you don't know it a lot of times. Oh yeah, you yeah. just don't know it.
0: It has to do with our minds being so occupied with the the worldly, fleshly um mm-hmm. uh, reasonings and yeah. things that that are going on and anticipating things that are going to happen and thinking about things that already did happen but when you come back to that zero place mm-hmm. that's where you can meet God yeah that's where you get quiet mm-hmm. where where there's nothing else going on you just you just have to silence everything all yeah. around
1: you and holy spirit is is all around yes yeah precisely and it's the same thing it's just being sensitive and and it was a few days ago, I think it was, I just felt to go into our one building looking for something. And I found we had a f- upright freezer in there, and it had been unplugged. Mm. And it's full of meat. was full of, uh, it was full oh, of fish. No. Yeah. And I quick, I went, opened it, and nothing had started the fall. It just had it. And somebody unplugged it to plug a power tool into it and oh. didn't plug it back in again. Oh, oh, oh. So I just happened to walk in there. Right. And so a lot of times you don't know when you're right. moving in mm-hmm. the Spirit. He puts that thought or that little quickening in you. Absolutely. Because of what it did. It just saved hundreds of dollars worth mm-hmm. of meat.
0: Mm-hmm. Glory to God. You know,
1: thank, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, you
0: know. yes. You, you want to be used of God and you want to be led of God. Mm-hmm. But so many times we don't realize that he's leading us even just with our thoughts. We think it's our own head. And yeah. it turns out to be God, yeah, uh-huh. because he, if you've allowed Jesus to come and live in your heart, and you've allowed the Holy Spirit to be married to your spirit, to be one, to become one with your spirit, then you are actually way more likely to be moving by the Spirit mm-hmm. without even knowing it. Yeah, uh-huh. it happens all the time. I remember hearing uh, a lady talking about how she was she she was a bit of a lead foot. And she was driving and she was going a little on the fast side. And she just found that her foot was kind of coming off the gas pedal. And she had no idea why. And she, she crowned this, this hill that she was coming to, of course, as she's taking her foot off of the gas. It's slowing her down as she's getting to the top of the hill. And there's an accident just on the other side of the hill. Mm-hmm. If she had been going full speed the way she had been, She'd have been mm-hmm. in the middle of that accident. Yeah, but she was she was following the leading of the Holy Spirit without even knowing she was following yeah. the leading of the Holy Spirit.
1: So even with all the you know down in Texas, Oklahoma right now, and even up in the the north, we've had this unique weather system, mm-hmm. this Omega block they call it. If mm-hmm. you want to look that up, you can. And it was about you know all this tornadic stuff, and we saw a picture of this massive ball of hail. Mm-hmm. It was a, probably about six inches across. It was yeah. big. And it, it looked like something like a Roman instrument would use for cruelty, you know, with spikes and <laughs> everything yeah. on it, you know. And, and we were coming through a, a system like this uh, some time back. There was tornado watch, tornado warnings and mm-hmm. stuff here and there. And that's before we had alerts on phones and things yeah. like that. And we picked our daughter up at a halfway point somewhere. Some folks were coming from Tennessee. Oh, yeah. And there's a restaurant there. And it's... A, Was a little pricier than what we would normally to pay for something at that time, and I just had this inkling, I want to go get some sweet potato fries there. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a splurge. It's a splurge, and I didn't do that you normally. So we just went, did it. It was like a twenty-minute delay. So we're heading down Interstate Forty, and we're in Conway. We head down West Interstate Forty, and all of a sudden, we hit an area a tornado had gone by. Just minutes before recently, and it was a lumber yard that there was lumber strewn everywhere, cars upside down in the ditch. And have we not obeyed that inkling to get those wonderful sweet potato fries? Mm-hmm. We might have been right in there. It's true. I mean, you can get all these videos that are out there now, people caught in tornadoes, and it's scary, it's really scary, you know. But if you're following, if you're staying close to the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, and just keeping your ear tuned. Can uh, you can avoid a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, it's true. And I think it's important that we understand how vital it is to be listening. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Cheryl Simpers, one of our dear, dear friends, who is one of our members, and you've probably heard her on some of our podcasts, and we'll have her again. uh, She sent me a text that it, it came out of her prayer time. And here's what she said. I was standing with Jesus... At first, Jesus was silent. I waited on him. Then Jesus said, My people need to practice being silent in my presence and waiting on me so that they can hear clearly what I'm saying to them. I'm giving direction, instruction, and correction that is necessary for my people to hear. Few of my people take time to sit quietly in my presence, to listen and hear what they need to hear in this hour. I'm drawing you close to me. Yield to my drawing you close. Turn off and tune out all worldly noise and distractions. Those things will not benefit you in the days ahead. Sitting in my presence, listening, will prepare you for things to come. I will speak to you and show you mighty things you know not. Things you need to know. Stay deeply rooted in me and in my word. This is a time when I'm downloading a lot of Revelation. Take heed to what I'm speaking to you. How can you hear what I'm saying clearly if you are not quiet and listening? You will need to hear personally what I'm speaking to each of you. I will be giving you directions for you and your families. Stay in my presence and my word so you know and are hearing me clearly. What I speak to you will never be contrary to my word. Learn to hear and act from your spirit, man, what my spirit is speaking to you, not from your soul or your flesh. I am maturing my people quickly when they spend time with me and in my word. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm taking you to higher levels. Those who are seeking me and listening to what I'm saying, you will manifest as my sons on the earth.
1: Wow. Isn't that Beautiful. powerful? Yeah, it's powerful. It's
0: really powerful. And mm-hmm. and it's about the presence, okay? Mm-hmm. So we have to come to that place of zero to be in his presence, that place of zero where, where all the distractions are cut off. You know, all those numbers going every direction all around us. You know, mm-hmm. I'm using numbers as, a, as an illustration. But all of the distractions can be silenced when we come to that zero place. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one of the things that the Lord showed me when I spoke last year was that Jesus, who was one with the Father, left his position and came to be like us. So he came here to be like zero. Mm -hmm. And if we're sitting here at zero and he comes as the picture of zero. And of course, I'm, I'm thinking of like a circle. So I'm sitting here on zero, I'm a circle. And he comes, he's, he's taken the same form. There's a geometric shape that is formed when a circle comes in contact with another circle and it rolls around, the, f- yeah. the second one rolls uh, around the first one. And yeah. if you would put a pencil in that spot where they connect and then you roll it around all the way around the other circle, they're both the same size, it turns into what is called a cardioid.
1: Cardioid, that's it. A-
0: and, and a cardioid, it comes from the word for heart. Okay, so there's a oh. heart shape. You know, cardiac arrest, you know what that well, okay. is. It's your heart, right?
1: Yeah. So,
0: so it forms a heart. So I see it as Jesus coming to kiss us when mm. we come to zero. But going beyond zero where we've met him at zero and we've become one with him in that intimate place of presence where we're listening and Mm -hmm. we're hearing his word and he's speaking to us and he's transforming us from glory to glory you know that's what happens when you're when you're in his presence you're being transformed like like the caterpillar into a butterfly Uh so when that happens you are transformed. It's a metamorphosis. And Mm -hmm. that's what happens when you stay at zero. But God doesn't want us to only think in terms of zero. I think we have to stay at zero. But he also wants us to be like him. Mm -hmm. Jesus, when he came to this earth, he he said things to the people around him like, I and the Father are one. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, that made them want to stone him because you know, the the Shema, the most important prayer that they pray all the time is, "Hero Israel, oh,
1: the, Lord the Lord our, our God, God, the
0: Lord is, is one. one.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, he's one. Uh-huh.
0: And Jesus is saying, I and the Father are one. Uh-huh. So I think that really um, upset them. They didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like that. And they were looking for a way to get rid of him. And one of the things that really upset them was when he raised Lazarus from the dead.
1: Yeah, isn't that amazing?
0: Yeah, that it's like, wait a minute, this is getting out of hand. He's, come on, he's raising the dead right here, right here, just a few miles from Jerusalem? No, 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 this, has got, this is getting out of hand. And so that's when they decided that they needed to kill him.
1: And, and they wanted to kill Lazarus, too.
0: Oh, yeah, they wanted to kill Lazarus, too.
1: Get rid of the evidence.
0: Yeah, yeah. So after this happened... I'm reading in John eleven forty, starting with verse 47, and I'm reading from the uh, Amplified Classic. So the chief priests and Pharisees called a meeting of the council, the Sanhedrin, and said, What are we to do? For this man performs many signs, evidences, miracles. If we let him alone to go on like this, Everyone will believe in him and adhere to him, and the Romans will come and suppress and destroy and take away our holy place and our nation, our temple and city and our civil organization. Uh, they were all about politics. Sure, they were like it. they were all about their position that they had gotten with Rome, because mm-hmm. they, they were going to lose their position.
1: Yeah, they didn't want to offend Rome, right? Yeah, you know, and because uh, that's it wouldn't take nothing for them them just to replace you
0: exactly. So verse 49 says, but one of them, Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year, declared, you know nothing nothing at at all, all. (laughs) (laughs) nor do you understand or reason out that it is expedient and better for your own welfare that one man should die on behalf of the people than that the whole nation should perish or be destroyed, ruined. Now, he did not say this simply of his own accord. He was not self-moved. But being the high priest that year, so he had an anointing on him as the high priest. Mm-hmm. He prophesied that Jesus was to die for the nation. Now, here's, here's the key verse. And not only for that nation, but also for the purpose of uniting into one body the children of God who've been scattered far and wide. Mm-hmm. He wants wow. to make us one body. Yeah. He wants to make us one with him, one with the Father. Uh, John seventeen, where Jesus is praying after he's told them this whole what they what the theologians call the upper room discourse <laughs> you know it's it's the last instructions before he's going to be crucified it's right, his uh-huh. last time to give them a download so he He gives them three chapters worth of instructions and telling them about the Holy Spirit and all that, and then he begins to pray. And remember, remember he, he said of his father, he said, I do nothing except I see my so father what? do it. Yeah, uh-huh. So he was sitting at zero, where he's supposed to be. Okay. So Jesus at zero is one with the father. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to pray in this prayer. I'm starting with the first verse of John 17. When Jesus had spoken these things, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify and exalt and honor and magnify your son so that your son may glorify and extol and honor and magnify you. Just as you have granted him power and authority over all flesh, all humankind. Now glorify him so that he may give eternal life to all whom you have given him. I love this part. And this is eternal life. It means to know, to perceive, recognize, become acquainted with, and understand you. Hmm. The only true and real God, and likewise to know him, Jesus, as the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, whom you have sent. I have glorified you down here on the earth by completing the work that you gave me to do. See, he, he only did what he saw the Father doing. Mm-hmm. So he... He saw the Father doing all these things. He did all of these things that he saw his Father doing. And now, Father, glorify me along with yourself and restore me to such majesty and honor in your presence as I had with you before the world existed. I've manifested your name. I've revealed your very self, your real self, to the people whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. And you gave them to me, and they have obeyed and kept your word. Now at last they know and understand that all you have given me belongs to you. It is really and truly yours. For the uttered words that you gave me, I have given them. And they have received and accepted them and have come to know positively and in reality, to believe with absolute assurance that I came forth from your presence." Presence. You find the presence at zero. Mm -hmm. I came forth from your presence, and they have believed and are convinced that you did send me. I'm praying for them. I'm not praying, requesting for the world, but for those you have given me, for they belong to you. All things that are mine are yours, and all things that are yours belong to me, and I'm glorified through them. They have done me honor. In them my glory is achieved. And now I am no more in the world but these are still in the world and I'm coming to you. Holy father, keep in your name in the knowledge of yourself, those whom you have given me that they may be one as we are one, that they may be one. Hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not only just about being at zero, yeah. but that we become one with him while we're sitting at zero because it's really all about him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, when we worship, it's all about worshiping for an audience of one. Yeah, It's not that we're trying to perform. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're trying to sing a song. <laughs> it's about our worship to him. Uh, and I'm, I'm reminded while we're talking about that part of what is in Dean Braxton's book, Deep Worship in Heaven, about how when, when he was given his opportunity to worship at the throne— and to thank our Father for who He is and for what He's done for us, and all of those things, as a sound left his voice, as a sound left his mouth, it was met by colors and by the atmosphere itself and by lights and and all of these things were like wrapping around his praise and making it even more beautiful and making it even more uh, more wonderful to to carry it to the Father like just adding something to it you mm-hmm. know everything in heaven is all about worshiping our father so as dean was giving his portion of worship everything else got involved and mm-hmm. became one became one with his worship
1: yeah, yeah worshiping him that was in beautiful.
0: yeah worshiping him oh. in spirit and in truth in reality mm-hmm. as sometimes we get so Concerned with what's the next chord we're going to play, or you know what's the next words? I uh, I've got my eyes closed. I'm not looking at the music. Am I going to say the right words? Am I going to play the right chords? You know, you get a little bit distracted.
1: like so the thought tries to go through your head. I wish we would have rehearsed this one a little better.
0: <laughs> yes, but it, it, sometimes we rehearse and rehearse and rehearse. And but yeah. you know, once in a while, I try to get lost in the presence of the Lord, and then I. I might bungle a chord or two or or a note or whatever, you know. But it, it our father is more interested in our hearts being right
1: yeah. than
0: our notes being right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's about worshiping him in spirit and in truth. It's about that intimate place at zero where we become one with him. Mm-hmm. We become one, just like he. His life, like Jesus' life was given to make us one. Yeah. We don't have what it takes by ourselves. In fact, at the beginning of that Upper Room Discourse, Jesus is talking about abiding in the vine in chapter 15. 15. And he says, without me, you can do nothing. And there we are at zero again. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah.
0: We're at zero without him. And he comes and he kisses us and makes us into that heart shape, you know, that cardioid. He just comes and blesses us and ministers to us and makes us into everything that he intended us to be. And the more we spend that time in quietness listening to him and just waiting on him, waiting in his presence, that word waiting That is used in uh, Isaiah, is it Isaiah 40? At the end of Isaiah 40?
1: Those that wait upon the Lord. Yeah, they that
0: wait upon Uh the Lord shall renew their strength. Strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles.
1: It's a magnificent Uh, scripture. (laughs) It is.
0: It is. But the word wait there is like gathering. The very first place where it's used is in Genesis 1, where God gathers together the waters. Hmm. And another meaning of it is to bind together by twisting. Yeah. So think of being the vine. Now, Jesus is the vine. We're the branches. Mm-hmm. When the branches start to get fruit on them, they have a tendency to put out a little tendril to wrap around something to hold on so that they won't break because of the fruit that they're producing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So think about binding together by twisting. Think about making a rope. You know, a threefold cord is not easily broken. Mm-hmm. When we become one with the Father and the Son, it's like making a powerful rope that we get wrapped up in Him and, and He's wrapped up in us. Mm-hmm. And, and there's this power that can go on. And we become one with Him because it's all about one. It's mm-hmm. all about being being one with Him. Yeah, And it's all about, giving our worship to him and it's all about living with him it's all about living for him and becoming one body yeah and this is this is an area where i think the body of christ needs a whole lot of help because we have a tendency to want to separate ourselves from people who are different from us and, uh-huh. and who—or maybe who believe differently. And we've—all the church splits down through the years, well, some of them have been over what color carpet to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but most of them have to do with doctrine.
1: Doctrine, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And so, so, especially when someone gets a brand new revelation from the Lord. Well, we're going to keep getting revelation from mm-hmm. the Lord because yeah. there's more revelation to be had.
1: Yeah, there's, so, no, there's no end to it.
0: Exactly. So— but
1: What's that little— um, that little expression you use, the two little protoplasms floating above the Bering Strait.
0: Oh <laughs> a... Well, you're close. Um, it's two, two little protozoa.
1: Protozoa. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, Two little protozoa. Same family, isn't it? <laughs> no. I have no idea. They're both microscopic. Uh, so there's two little protozoa or, or maybe some other little teeny tiny single-celled single creatures in the ocean that are they're floating on the surface above the Marianas Trench. That's it. Which is the deepest Deepest part of it's the deepest part of the ocean that's known, and it's way, 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 way deep, 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 deep. And they're sitting, they're floating on the top, and there's another protozoa about a half an inch beneath them, (laughs) and they're looking at this guy and they're saying, "Wow, he's deep." (laughs) It's all in your perspective. It's all in where you Uh are and. There's so, so many deeper depths that we can get into in God. You know, we're going to keep on learning from our Father for all eternity. He's eternity ahead of us mm-hmm. in his understanding, and he wants to download so much to us if we'll just get quiet at that place of zero and listen so yeah. that we can become one with him, because it's all about being one with him. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, this is life eternal. Yeah. So I, I read it just a moment ago in the Amplified, verse 3 of John 17. And this is life eternal, that they might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. It's about knowing him. That is a part of the new covenant. The new covenant that Jeremiah prophesied in Jeremiah 31, 31 to 34. Mm-hmm. And it's repeated again in the book of Hebrews a couple of times. I think it's chapters 8 and 10. Maybe it's 8 and 9. Anyway, you'll find it, that the new covenant, and and when Jesus gave Holy Communion to his disciples, he said, and it's the same night when he was giving them the download of all of this upper room discourse, Mm -hmm. this cup is the new covenant in my blood. When he said new covenant, they understood Jeremiah 31. They understood that, okay, uh, here, there's four points to it. I will be your God and you will be my people. I will blot out your iniquities and transgressions. I will write my word in your hearts and in your minds. Mm-hmm. And you will know me.
1: Yeah, beautiful.
0: So that's what he has for us. He wants us to know him.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: wants us to become one with him. Yeah. It's all about him. He designed us. He designed us. He is our maker. He designed us to be one with him. Yeah.
1: I think Paul said, oh, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. Yes. That's how I need to know.
0: Mm-hmm. In the power of res- his resurrection. That's where we are right now in the body of Christ. As the world seems to be getting darker, grows darkness upon the people. Isaiah 60 mm-hmm. It's time for us to arise and shine, shine like knowing light him shine. that it's not just this little light of mine is one little candle. Yeah. this is about being a supernova
1: mm-hmm. yes. you know
0: this is about being one explosive, full of glory kind of people that are one together, mm-hmm. making one body. Now it's not that we have to have close fellowship with every single kind of person that there is on the planet that's a believer. Think of a body, okay? Paul said we're to be the body of Christ, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that scripture that I just read that Caiaphas you know, prophesied that he's going to die for the nation, and the next verse said not only for that nation, but that all God's children will be one. Mm-hmm. This is about us being one body, okay? So, so you never, ever, ever see the elbow have close fellowship with the ear. It gets kind of close, maybe a couple of inches, maybe an inch even, if you if you can really move <laughs> close. But your elbow would never get in your ear. Mm-hmm. But without the elbow, the finger can't get into the ear to have close fellowship to scratch an itch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know the the ear is not the stomach, the stomach is not the big toe, the eye is not the nose you know but we all have our place everything and
1: has its place everything
0: uh-huh. has its place but we need to honor one another even if we don't agree doctrinally we still need to honor one another as members of the body of christ and be intercessors for one another when somebody gets into error come on let's pray and let's obey the holy spirit with with whatever he shows us to do but if there is heresy we need to become intercessors yeah. for the person okay. that that is that is in the wrong the Holy Spirit can fix this. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit can fix all the stuff that's out of order, but he'll let us go on believing whatever we believe so that he can get us where we need to be yeah you know i'm I'm reminded of of Bert creviate's visit to heaven. He had a lot of visits to heaven uh, and and one of his visits, and he was a former Catholic, and one time Jesus took him to a chapel, and here's all these people praying the rosary and he looks at jesus catholics yeah they're they're good catholics and he looks at jesus he says jesus that's not right because you know he was raised catholic but he had come into a deeper understanding of the things of the lord and that that you know this isn't the way we do this in the kingdom Mm -hmm. and jesus said to him their doctrine isn't right but that's how they know me
1: yeah Uh uh-huh
0: and if jesus is okay with it i'm just not going to be upset about it you know mm-hmm. he he's got all of eternity to correct them yeah and and so he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing the holy spirit is kind and he's gracious and he's loving and he wants us to be one with him you know go back to the fruit of the spirit love joy peace, peace. Long Long suffering, suffering. (laughs) (laughs) patience, kindness, faith, all of those. All of those things are characteristics of the one true God Mm -hmm. with whom we are becoming one. So as we let him make us one with him by spending time at zero, communing with him, Mm -hmm. we're going to find that he will be maturing us and bringing his character to bear in our lives as fruit as we wait on him we will bear much fruit yes he if you enjoyed today's podcast please subscribe rate and review this podcast on apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Bus. God bless you with His overwhelming, loving presence.